You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities Podcast. Into the Glass House by Nicole Mata, starring Abigail Reno. Espoused to sorrow or positioned for joy, love is what has set me going. The first time I lay myself down, I was a child, thick with fantasy. The second time, I was a bird in flight, exalted and floral as a queen amidst the pantheon of my heart. The third time, I fell haunted in drops, acrimonious, vacant. My song hung thick in the air, threatening to define, to spit, to stab, forever relentless with twining fat fingers around my neck. I thought I could take it on, composing the perfect melody, stringing together the perfect notes in harmony. 10,000 moments, or just this one, All the while, I was in the crotch of my own darkness, unable to escape the sharp forking in my mind. What cloth will form the juncture between my own falseness and the light? Can I choose to see clearly? In flux, will I approach my divergence with grace? A stream of consciousness, 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 Loner was gone now, and she had been the only thing that had ever proven my validity. Loner said I was alive, therefore I was alive. Loner said that I had worth, therefore I had worth, and on like that. I had been masquerading around for the last few years while she was deteriorating, trying to keep up appearances, trying to live through her idea of me, But it was all over now. I was lost and without self. And I didn't care. There was only a sense of void. In the morning, I walked out into the city. I didn't see anyone before I left. It must have been early. I walked south down Fifth Avenue and somehow around to Avenue B. I walked aimlessly through a strange and imposing silence. There were cars racing by, and buses and crowds, yet my head was perfectly silent. There was a strange and alarming quality to everything I was seeing. I was disoriented, confused, and afraid. I was walking towards something, or away from something. I wasn't able to determine the difference. Suddenly, I was near Tompkins Square Park. I sat on a bench opposite a strange homeless man. The man was dark and lonely, 
He seemed to see me, but I wasn't sure. I wondered if he could. His mind seemed so shrouded and hazy. He sat there, recognizing something. His thoughts, unidentifiable. His nails were black, and he made a strange whining sound, like a squeeze box when he exhaled. It was the pain of his lungs. The man and I somehow silently exchanged our truths, and he agreed to my being there. He didn't move, and I hadn't moved. The world was passing before us, but it was outside of us, separate and unyielding. It stole the hours away and left nothing for us. The man was a blur of brown and stench, and passers-by were crossing the street to get away. But I sat there, not moving. The edges of life were fuzzy, and my camaraderie with that brown, tattered man was the only thing left to cling to, my only point of reality. Soon, a musician was standing beside me. I recognized him from somewhere, TV or somewhere. He said he was a poet. He traced the side of my forearm with his fingers, and I felt an electricity inside, reminding me that I was real. That was real. That was real. That was real. That was real. Come with me. I don't care who you are. He led me away from the bum. Goodbye, I said to the smelly man. Be free, the musician said to the bum. Hey man, where you taking her? We walked around the corner and waited on Third Street for his friends Claudio and Rodrigo to come out of their performance at the poetry cafe. Come back to my place, baby doll. The musician propositioned. He was beautiful. Like some cool breeze that had blown in to put out fires and calm the insane. All right, I answered blankly. Who is this? This is my baby doll, Rodrigo. What do you think of her? Let's split. The musician had a large studio space, and there were plants and canvases and drinks and drugs and friends. Claudio and Rodrigo played their guitars and sang songs. Rodrigo showed me his poetry, and the musician held me in his arms and led me in a dance across the floor. It seemed that all of these people were living in a space. They were all nice and welcoming, as though they were some large family opening their arms to me. Smoke this, baby doll, the musician said, handing me a pipe. I joined in, not asking any questions, mindlessly following his lead. The musician was painting and singing to me. He said that I was so beautiful and he wanted to paint my picture. We touched our fingertips together, and he kissed me. 
soon, I didn't care what was going on. I felt numb and liberated and accepted and free. Pain belonged to someone else and it was no part of me. I loved the musician. He was so delicate and talented, a beautiful thinker. He scribbled a poem for me on a piece of paper. I pushed it into my pocket and I found my phone. There were messages on the screen. Walters, Marcy, and Jesper. Jesper said, where are you, baby? I'm worried. I took my phone in my bag and I shoved them between the mattresses in the musician's room. I slumped down onto the ground, looking at the patterns in the wooden planks of the floor and listening to the music that came out of the musician's guitar and danced through the air in a pictorial fashion. were becoming feathery as paisley shaped fractals in front of my eyes they were colored and swirling around like the visions in a kaleidoscope i lay there on the floor beneath the bed and all of the rest of the world i didn't care about anything i was moving just to move i couldn't will nor curb my limbs the musician was singing, and Claudio played the guitar. They both kissed me. One kissed my hand, the other kissed my mouth. We drank some more and swallowed pills. A girl named Eva gave me another drink, and the spirals grew all around, larger and larger. looked like a tiny little man standing in the center of the room. I didn't think she had her clothes on, but I couldn't see her anymore. Joel was eating peanut butter. He was swirling it around in the jar. Hey, I'm Joel. Baby doll, that's your name, right? No one cares if you were useless. Useless is beautiful. It's just a word. A bunch of meaningless letters mute characters. Only fools subscribe to words. Did I say useless? Oh, fools? Oh, I was just saying that about the words. I sort of stammered, remembering to feel a little sick about something. Well, I saw a girl with six toes. Well, what about that? It's about making beautiful things out of deformity. That makes sense. I like real beauty, though. I saw that girl. I did. I, I saw her when we were in Glenwood. <laughs> she was stomping around, and she had 12 toes, man. It was the freakiest thing I'd ever seen. It's, it's not right, man. It's not right, but it's beautiful. How can you turn 12 toes into a beautiful thing? <laughs> know your blueness. I know what you mean, I gasped. That's my favorite movie. I knew we were soulmates. Who is going to get it for us then, my baby doll? Someone, please go get that movie for my beautiful baby doll. Know your blueness. <laughs> that means yes. Yes, we can. I had already forgotten what we were talking about when the musician leaned in to me closer. I couldn't remember who was in the room. I guess it didn't matter. 
The musician was so handsome. So, so handsome. So, 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 so handsome. Handsome, handsome, so, 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 so handsome. The blue light from the television was molding all the others into Rorschach tests, all pulsing there before my eyes and becoming unreal. The musician was unlacing my dress, exposing me. He put his mouth down around my skin, and I watched as his lips seemed to become part of me. His tongue curled inside me, and our bodies flipped inside out. He seemed to be me, and I was him. We were there, conjoined, two beings melded into one. I can feel it. on a loop in the air. It may have been someone's voice, but I couldn't be sure. The musician was vulnerable inside me. His tattooed arm said, Bruscamente. I decided that I knew what that meant. He was inside me for sure. I felt him there. I loved him, and I wanted him there. I could feel it. my body exploded in front of all of those blurry looking Rorschach test friends. Suddenly, I snapped awake. I could understand everything. Physical pleasure would now equate to the amelioration of my life. I was supposed to be there. Am I supposed to be here? Yes, baby doll. He was sweet and delicate, harmless, a beautiful, effeminate lover, an artist, gentle and pure. I was already there. It was too late to change my mind. The musician stroked my forehead with his fingers and I began to drift into sleep.
He sang softly to me in Spanish. He knew Spanish because he was from Caracas. The next morning I went home. I'm so sorry, I said. And then I left New York City. In Into the Glass House by Nicole Mata, you heard Abigail Reno as Baby Doll. Miguel Antonio was the musician. Chris Gregory played Joel. Kelly Winkler was Eva. And other parts were played by members of the cast. The presenter is Kelly Winkler. Original music was by Chris Gregory and Miguel Antonio and published by Scared Crow Music. Sound effects were from freesound.org. Into the Glass House was an Alternative Stories 2020 production for the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast and was an excerpt from the novel of the same name by Nicole Mata. If you have enjoyed this edition of the podcast, please check out more from the author of our short drama, Nicole Mata. Nicole is a novelist, poet, and essay writer, and you can read more of her work by visiting her website, nicolemata.com. She is also active on social media, where she posts as at November Hume on Twitter and as at Coleygirl23 on Instagram. We'll post links in our show notes. You can find out more about Abigail Reno, who is an actress, podcaster, and model by visiting her website, abigailreno.com. Please consider subscribing to Alternative Stories if you haven't already. This will give you easy access to all our previously published episodes, and you'll have new editions delivered to your podcast feed automatically on the days they are released. We would also be grateful if you would leave us a review in your preferred podcast app or on Apple Podcasts if your app doesn't support reviews. In our next edition, we will feature poetry from Welsh poet Peter Finch. Later this month, Peter's new collection, Machineries of Joy, will be published by Saren Books, and we have had the pleasure of receiving a pre-publication copy and of working with Peter and Saren to record a selection of the poems. We're pleased to announce that the episode will feature a guest appearance from Neris Howell, our fellow audio drama podcaster and creator of the new sci-fi podcast, Saren. Music